0: A lot of us can't live and walk and breathe authentically in our purposes because when we're living on autopilot, we don't even take time many times to consider the consequences of the things that we're saying yes to. Inevitably, we're saying no to our own purpose because we keep saying yes to people, places, things, volunteer opportunities, events, trips, all these things with people that we don't even care about. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast with me, Patrice Washington. I am so excited to welcome you back to this space where each and every week we talk about what it means to redefine wealth because we chase purpose, not money. If you're brand new here, then welcome. I definitely want to invite you to check out the six pillars of wealth that we root ourselves in here because we understand that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. In this community, we believe in the original 12th century definition, which says it's the condition of well-being. And so we seek to be well in every area of our lives. And that's what separates us from a lot of other spaces out there, especially financial spaces. So I'm really excited. I am super excited about today's episode because pretty much all year I have been sharing very openly about This season in my life, which has included a lot of transition and change, and I have shared takeaways and nuggets and lessons and things I've been processing, Um, and it's really caused a lot of eye-opening conversations, not just in the DMs, not just via emails, but even as I've been speaking throughout the entire country, inevitably, conversations in the back of the room end up touching on what my process for processing this season of my life has looked like. And it really prompted me and inspired me to do something that honestly, on January 1st, 2022, a sister was not thinking about. But now with how life has unfolded, I certainly feel like I'm being called to this next level in my own career and I really want to invite you guys to join me so before we get into this week's episode let's do the affirmation of the week you know you got to speak positivity into your life into your day got to affirm positivity. You got to affirm abundance. You got to affirm yourself to well. This week's affirmation is I live an authentic life on purpose. I am no longer accepting a life on autopilot. I understand that being on autopilot and not questioning where, what, why, and how I do what I do has lulled me into routine and complacency that no longer serves me. I get intentional about allowing myself to be stretched. I delight in discomfort because I recognize it as an invitation to take radical action. I give myself permission to question what no longer serves me and put myself in spaces that can support my next dimension. I know I'm living authentically when I make decisions that feel good for me and to me without the need to explain it to a soul outside of me. I live an authentic life on purpose. Ooh, okay. I hope you enjoyed that affirmation. I live an authentic life on purpose. I did a live recently on Instagram. It was the backside on the backside of a live that I did with Essence Magazine. As many of you know, I was a part of a really big campaign this year with Essence Magazine and Smartwater, And I was named as the purpose coach appropriately, of course. And so I did a live just a couple of weeks ago and it really prompted a lot of conversations in the DM uh, on Instagram, which actually led me to do another live. And what was in my spirit was this idea that we have to get off of autopilot. I hear so many of us talk about wanting to live our lives authentically and walk in our purpose authentically. And the download that I had that morning as I was walking down to my office is that it is impossible for us to live, work, breathe authentically when we are on autopilot. When we are not questioning why we do what we do anymore, why we believe the things we say we believe in, why we keep the same people around us year after year, knowing that those relationships have expired and we're still trying to romanticize them. Why do we operate like this? And so I wanted to bring that conversation to the podcast because what I really feel in my spirit, as I've shared with you before, is that. I'm evolving and stretching and growing. And through the transition that I've had over the last year that I've just been sharing um, with people, I see an opportunity to help more of you process what you're processing, not in an easy way, but with more ease and grace and joy and possibly peace than you may be experiencing at this time. And one of the things that really started this journey for me was getting off of autopilot. My 40th birthday last year really started a, I don't know what to call it, (laughs) a snowball of looking at how authentic am I being really in what I'm doing and how I'm showing up. And not to say that I was being a fraud or fake or any of those things, because in those moments, I believed what I believed wholeheartedly, I just hadn't allowed myself to question anything. And being on autopilot, I believe, is something that blocks us from being our most authentic selves. Because like I said, we don't question anything, even though we've been exposed to new people, new places, new things, new opportunities. So obviously that exposure should expand our concept of who we are what's possible for us and who we need to become to step into that possibility. And many of us fight asking ourselves these questions because then it will force us to take action that does not align with maybe a dream that we once had. And that is so dangerous. I think it's scary. I think it's dangerous. And I think it's dangerous because I do believe it is possible to look up in five years, 10 years, 20 years have gone by and you are still operating and moving and breathing and living from an expired version of yourself. A version of yourself that quite frankly, no longer serves you. And when I think about all the possibilities that we miss out on in the process, what is it actually costing us? Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, what is it actually costing us to continue on autopilot in this old experience of who we once were. So autopilot has its benefits, right? So autopilot, first of all, is when your brain just enables you to carry on with tasks quickly and accurately without conscious thought. So think of your ability to walk. You don't think about that. You don't think about driving anymore for those of us who've been driving forever. Um, when you type on a keyboard, you're not thinking if you learned on an old school typewriter, like I did, you're not really thinking about the keys anymore. You go to do something and it just happens. You are autopilot and that is fine because in a lot of the mundane tasks that we endure on a daily basis, it's okay to go through the motions, right? It's okay to not have to think hard about those things because, They happen every day, all day. The problem is when you experience a shift, when you experience some type of life transition, when you know that you are at a pivotal point and it is time for you to make a change, and that autopilot overrides your authenticity, your ability to think deeply and consciously. About what serves you and what is best for you. And you turn your head away from that to remain on autopilot because it's easier, because it's familiar, because it doesn't require you to give anything up or to do anything different. What is the emotional cost of being on autopilot? What is the spiritual cost when? All hell is breaking loose in your life to be on autopilot. What is the financial cost of getting up, sticking to a routine that you've had for many years, going through the motions, showing up for the meeting, nodding your head, saying exactly what you know they want to hear so that they can just keep giving you that check? Literally just doing the same thing day after day to make sure that you don't rock the boat or make anyone else uncomfortable. What is that costing you? I know for me, it cost me a lot of joy on many days. I had joy in so many other parts of my life that I never allowed myself to really look at it though. And that is the subtle thing with those of us who are high achievers. Those of us who have become masterful at checking boxes off, crossing things off the list. We have been applauded for our inauthenticity. We have been congratulated for our ability to conform and stay in that place and not question anything or anyone. We have been rewarded for relying on the validation of others as opposed to checking in with ourselves regularly to see if we still affirm and validate that choice that we may have made at 18 or 22 or 25 or 30. When we stay on autopilot, we lose all sight and sense of our emotional experience. And for many of us who have been high achievers for a long time, it has become acceptable for us not to feel. It's become acceptable for us to put others first. It has become acceptable to be the strong one and to manage how other people process and not really have a process for our process. So we're always thinking about how our decisions for our lives are going to literally impact everyone. And many of us resolve to the worst case scenario that if we do something for ourselves, we are going to literally cause this chain reaction of everyone else's life to fall apart. And the truth is, we're actually not everyone's savior and we're not (laughs) as significant in some of these things as we think. I'm not saying that, Transition doesn't call difficulties or dis-ease. I'm not saying that, but it also doesn't necessarily cause the demise of everybody around us the way that we make it feel or seem when we're trying to deny and dismiss and diminish our own feelings and our own experience. So instead of thinking through what we need to do and who we need to become cautiously but also consciously we defer to being on autopilot autopilot is the opposite of being mindful right so you're not being mindful because you're you're just allowing your brain to just be on this automatic triggering and functioning when this happens then I do this right When this, when they say this, I just do this. When they make a face, I stop talking about how I actually feel. When my boss starts getting a little, uh, you know, I want to say litty. You can tell I've been talking to young people recently. (laughs) When my boss starts getting a little uptight with me, I just say, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. My review is coming up. My vacation is coming up. I'm not going to let them bother me. I'm not going to let the devil disturb my peace. All these things that we put on the devil, some of it is just, we just need to take responsibility and look at our lives and be radically honest about where we are and what's happening and what we're allowing. Because if you stay on automatic and you stay on autopilot, we can find ourselves literally missing out on entire parts of our lives We can find ourselves missing out on entire parts of our lives because we go through these seasons of not wanting to see things and not wanting to look at it and not wanting to acknowledge it and not wanting to be aware of what actually is behind these actions, these experiences, these results. And our brain has this amazing way of allowing us to disconnect and disassociate and not even show up and be fully present for ourselves. But then we say things like, I want to walk authentically in my purpose. I want to live authentically in my purpose. A lot of us can't live and walk and breathe authentically in our purposes because when we're living on autopilot, we don't even take time many times to consider the consequences of the things that we're saying yes to. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new to me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, What I also love is that Armoire is women-founded and women-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. Inevitably, we're saying no to our own purpose because we keep saying yes to people, places, things, volunteer opportunities, events, trips, all these things with people that we don't even care about. Right. We say yes to everyone's um, social occasions. We'll say yes to extra work. Um, We'll say yes to commitments, to friends and family and even sometimes our kids for things that we don't really want to be at. And we make up a whole story about what bad people we will be if we say no. And then before you know it, you have a calendar every week. You have a calendar every month. You have a calendar every quarter, every year, full of things that don't even matter to you. And when you look back over your life, it's all a blur and you don't remember a damn thing. I believe that this is what living on autopilot does. I believe that that was much of my experience. I believe that not acknowledging this can lead to burnout and frustration and exhaustion, even when you feel that you're operating in purpose. I believe it's possible to feel like so much of life is passing you by and you're in the car Of your life but you're not driving it's literally on autopilot and any and everyone who comes in with a bright idea or an opinion or an idea about what you should do and how you should do it you just let them in in the driver's seat and you sit in the passenger side and just hope for the best But the roadmap for our lives and for these journeys, I believe, is is God-given, right? Like, I believe that there is just a destiny attached to each one of us, things that we're supposed to do and accomplish. And I think we let so many people drive that we find ourselves so far from the mark, And sometimes we find ourselves in in destinations that are so beautiful. They're so pretty. They have (laughs) designated parking spots. They have views from a corner office. They have good pensions attached to them. They have beautiful family photos at Christmas time in matching pajamas. They have wonderful Instagram-worthy photos. They sound really good when we're talking to people who we think want our lives so we can glorify and amplify these lives that don't even serve us. We don't even necessarily like, but they look good. They get applauded. They get awarded so. Meanwhile, we're literally just riding in the passenger side. Checking off our list, checking off our boxes, making sure it looks good. Making sure that people on the side of the road as we pass by and we wave at them. Feel like we are happy to be in that passenger seat when really our soul is like. Could you get in the driver's seat? And make some different decisions. Can you get in the driver's seat and allow yourself to turn left when everyone else is saying, go right? Can you get in the driver's seat and move forward and stop making these U-turns and making a left, a left, a left and coming back to the exact same place over and over again? I know that our brains, that our human minds hate discomfort. And I know that our brains and human minds will look for any distraction under the sun to remove that feeling or sensation of discomfort. And I know that many of us go out and achieve more things so that when we wave from the passenger seat it looks better because we have our cap and gown on or we got the jewelry on or we got these cute kids in the back seat or you know we have our suit and tie on or we have the name of this company or or this you know organization on the side of the car and it allows us to feel like we're doing something but how often do you question what you're doing, why you're doing it, and where it's taking you. Because it is is it even taking you to a place that feels authentic for who you really are? Or is it taking you to a place that you think other people think you should be? And so if we don't numb ourselves with more certifications, more degrees, um, you know, more accomplishing Then you may be in the group that numbs yourself with more scrolling through social, more scrolling through apps. Some of us get lost in the news and all the craziness, but we feel empowered because we know what's going on. Um, it when it all comes down to it, though, many of us are coping and numbing ourselves from dealing with what's really going on, but also from really experiencing opportunities for true and genuine joy. When I started podcasting, I had nothing. No fancy equipment, no cover art, no theme music. I just had this burning desire that I was supposed to use my purpose of helping people redefine wealth in the podcasting space. And so with some intentional planning, I launched what became the Redefining Wealth Podcast in just three weeks. That was four years ago. And today, the Redefining Wealth Podcast has over nine million downloads. We've interviewed everyone from celebrities to entertainers to authors and thought leaders. We've been featured everywhere from Success Magazine to Cosmopolitan and even Good Morning America. Now, why do I share all that? Because I'm not special. The truth is this started with leaning into my purpose and being willing to use my voice in a powerful way. And I bet that there's something that's calling you as well, something that you need to use your voice to amplify in the marketplace. So I wanna help you do that. If you're finally ready to use your voice and launch a podcast that aligns with your purpose, I wanna invite you to check out my intentional online training, Podcast with Purpose. You can find out more details at podcastwithpatrice.com. That's podcastwithpatrice.com. Your purpose deserves to be amplified. And I want to help you do that. You know that uh, one of my themes has been scaling joy and asking myself a lot of questions. Too many, I think, sometimes to even bring to the podcast. But asking myself a lot of questions and just processing and exploring things. I realized for so long how much of my joy simply came from the fulfillment of what I do at redefining wealth, but not necessarily from just allowing myself to have fun. Like fun is meaningful. Pleasure is purposeful. Learning something new that is not connected to making more money is a wonderful thing, right? And I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't raised in that culture. Many of you listening, you were not raised in that culture. We were raised to hustle and grind and to make it happen and to be productive and to be profitable and on and on and on, but not necessarily to experience pleasure, to scale joy, um, to think beyond and outside of professional pursuits. And being more in alignment with that has opened up such a space and is creating such freedom that I literally... Felt compelled, especially because of the difficult conversations I've had with some of you in the DMs and people that I've met at events uh, this year. I want to continue to embrace that level of freedom. And I feel called to have more of those conversations and get more um, of that freedom and be in a space in a container where we give each other permission to truly be wealthy in every sense of the word, not just financially okay, not just I have a good paying job, not just, oh, I run my own business and I make good money, but wealthy in every sense of the word. When I did the dream, a new dream episode, one of the things that I shared with you, this was in March, I believe, um, is that many people find it hard to see this possibility. Many people find it hard to project into the future because we are so disconnected from our present that we can't truly dream, right? It is hard to dream a new dream when we are so disconnected from where we are presently that we can't dream. We can't see another possibility outside of the reality that we're living. We can't. See that there is literally such an abundance of opportunity and life out here that we feel like we have to stay stuck in what we've always done. And that's why we don't question because what else am I going to do? What else am I supposed to do? What could this possibly look like? And I'm in a space of understanding that in order to dream a new dream, I have to ask better questions. And I've realized and I'm accepting. Let me say this I realized it a long time ago, but awareness and acceptance are on different ends of the spectrum. Awareness and acceptance are on completely different ends of the spectrum. I had an awareness for years through Purpose to Platform and Command the Stage, my two main programs, that while I have a great skill set in business acumen and speaking and all those things, My true gift is in personal transformation. When I look at the testimonies and testimonials that have come out of those programs, more than anything, my ability to stretch people out of their comfort zone, pull them, I should say, out of their comfort zone, and my capacity for helping you ask better questions of yourself so that you can get to the answers that matter most to you is what I'm actually born for. It wasn't until going through this transition and being more vulnerable about my actual personal life that I realized how many high achievers really need not someone to just tell you all the time how to go do something else. You need someone who can hold space for you to become. And I feel like that is where I am in this season. And so I shared with you, I blurted out, my team was like, what are you doing? They didn't know what was going on. You may remember a few, well, now like maybe four or five episodes ago, I said, I really feel led to have a mastermind. And I'm, I'm getting clear about who I want to serve and how I want to help people develop a process for processing and how we can use the six pillars to really, really reshape, reform, and redefine wealth for ourselves. And it doesn't have to be approved by anyone, you know? And I said, email us if this sounds like something you would even be interested in. I did not expect to get, I think, 80-something emails at this point, And it was just a blip. It was a mention. But based on that feedback, I know that this is what I'm being called to do. This is my version of No More Autopilot. I don't have to structure anything the way my peers have structured it. I don't have to do anything the way maybe other people are doing it. I know that it is time for me to bring back a mastermind that I've done previously because I still resonate with the general format, although it has definitely evolved because I've evolved. And so getting off autopilot so that you can live authentically still requires a process. And I call that process mastery and momentum. And so mastery and momentum, let's just first of all, talk about what mastery is. So sometimes I know we hear mastery and people probably immediately go to perfection, right? When you define mastery, someone will say, oh, I have to be perfect or know all things right about this particular subject matter and the truth is you don't have to know everything but you need to at least be proficient which is more in alignment with what mastery means it's more about proficiency it's not about perfection and so many of us never create enough time to become proficient in the truth of who we are Mm. let that marinate many of us are not proficient or masterful in who we really are in the things that challenge us and the things that scare us and things that are unknown to us we actually lean into the autopilot piece and we just stay comfortable we keep the same company we hide out at the same places and spaces and hobbies we play small and we tell ourselves that's just who I am And basically, we settle. Take a moment and think about that. Have you even mastered the business of being you? Or are you a version of you that other people have strung together and you just accepted it? The reason that I say, It's hard to ask ourselves these questions because then we have to be radically honest. And if you're in community with me, you're going to end up being radically honest. Because that's what the container is designed for. It's designed for you to look at each part of your life and just be sure. I'm not saying anything is going to change. Maybe everything is great. But I guarantee you there's a few little sneaky areas in there where if you allowed yourself to be asked better questions and were honest about what came out of it and then had accountability and a space to process that without judgment and then possibly tools and resources to give you the next steps to go and take, what could your life look like? When you take a second to look at your life and think about the greatest version of yourself, who is she? Who is he? What do they like? What do they honestly dislike? What lights them up? And what dims their light? When I look at myself and think of the greatest versions of myself, I know that there's work to do. Me even extending this offer is a part of me accepting that the, this new level of self-love that I have is rudely brave. She is with it. Like, <laughs> as some would say, she's with the shits. <laughs> like she is with it. She is willing to put it out there and willing to create the space in a way that she never has before. Not because I'm not, um, there's no fear I always say this, there's no, for me, there's no such thing as, oh, I'm fearless. No, I'm not fearless, but I'm willing to fight through the fear on behalf of my freedom and yours. And I'm willing to put myself out there and create a space that I think both you and I could grow from deeply because we are in the practice of mastering ourselves and I have been doing this work for years, and I think every time life brings a new challenge, it's also a new opportunity to really put into use, into place the tools and the resources that you've learned. And I know the power of what it's created in my life. I know that this is why I've been able to navigate my divorce with so much more ease and grace than a lot of the stories that I hear I know that it's helped me in a lot of different seasons of my life when I've had to transition or when the business has evolved. I haven't always been known for redefining wealth. I wasn't always known as the money maven. And even the things that I do now may people coming, you know, in the future 223 and beyond will never know of some of the things that you guys have heard me talk about unless they go back and listen to old episodes or find something old. Purpose evolves. And are we evolving with it? Are we evolving to a space where we can sustain these new levels of purpose? So in Mastering Momentum, we're going to use the six pillars of wealth to get honest about where we are. And we look at these areas so we know what we need to work on most and who we need to become to not just manage and maintain them, but to do so authentically. Because I believe if you don't take time to master your weaknesses or the areas where you're struggling, you'll mask them with things that don't matter. And you will waste time, money, and energy, and most importantly, your life. When we don't take time to master them, we just mask it. And the momentum piece is the driving force, right? that happens when you develop a new process for how you navigate certain things. Like, remember, I just did this episode, um, what's your process for processing? And we talked about, you know, having a process of steps already lined out for how you do things. Let the new process become some of the automation in your life. But for many of us, the automation, the autopilot that we're living in may have helped us survive a past season, but it is keeping us stuck and spiraling in cycles of confusion in this season. And I believe that as we get clear on the areas that we need to work in and we start to build up new proficiencies, new language, we give space for momentum that creates a chain reaction of these different milestones. New levels of purpose, new levels of awareness, new levels of acceptance, new levels of partnership and relationships and opportunities and possibilities. Momentum is built so much sooner, quicker, faster, but again, from a place that's authentic so that it feels good for you. A lot of people experience big shifts and changes like every three to five years and I believe in the six pillars of wealth and the way that I use them to inform my life and inform my decisions and inform my calendar that I still every 90 days as I set out to you know, accomplish different things, I get so many more results in six months, in a year than most people will get in three to five years. And I think it's just because you don't have an awareness yet and then the acceptance. So I want to invite you to apply to Mastery and Momentum if this even feels energetically like a space that you need to be in. The application is at masteryandmomentum.com. It is a six-month mastermind community, and it is curated for high achievers who are ready to bring success full circle. It's a selective, safe space. I will be personally reviewing all of the applications. And I really believe that we're going to curate an amazing community of men and women who are really ready to get honest and have a safe space where they can be honest, where no one is going to judge them and say, but you're x title and you've accomplished this thing and you've done this so surely you have to keep in this direction no we're going to explore and unpack all of that I want to tell you now that if you are a person who needs a bunch of checklists and you need a million templates and you need um, you know a call every Thursday at 5 p.m this is not for you I am building this community for people who are like me When you know in your spirit that something needs to change and you need a shift and you are ready to expand, you understand that this is not about how many checklists can I get. This is not how many modules. This is literally going to be an experience curated by the community that comes to play. And I say play meaning you come to this space open and curious and ready to make inquiries of me, yes, but yourself mostly and ready to just play full out. This is not a space for people who need to be pulled out. This is a space for people who you already dominate in the professional areas of your life, but you understand that there's a personal transformation that needs to happen for you to keep growing. Doesn't mean that you're struggling in some way. Doesn't mean that you've been through divorce. Doesn't mean anything. It just means, you know what? There are some places in my life where I don't feel safe being honest that this doesn't fit me. And I know what I want, but I'm a little fuzzy on how I'm going to experience that authentically. And with the right questions in the right container, I can unpack this and let myself be free and be the beast that I am and not concerned about how other people view it. The conversations will be curated by the community. Any guest experts or trainings that I bring in will be based on the community. It will be based on what we need in the moment the conversations will be inspired by what is happening in real time. The support is not, hey, wait until that once a month call. It is a Voxer community. If you don't know what Voxer is, look it up. But it's a Voxer space where we will communicate on most days. I'm not looking to build a bunch of busy work. So if you're a busy work person, this is probably not for you because life, life's when it lives, right? Life comes up when it comes up and we need to discuss things like in real time when it's happening, when you need that level of support and also be supportive of others. There will be hot seat coaching opportunities. Absolutely. We will have monthly calls absolutely we will have a virtual retreat absolutely an in-person retreat in June absolutely there's a lot of elements to it but if you are somebody who's like need to know um is this a 60-minute call or 75-minute call listen if the call requires two hours I'm gonna sit there for two hours I it's literally what the space requires based on who comes into the container So you're going to share with me in your application what pillars are working and what's not. And as I look to curate the community and get a good mix and balance and harmony of people who are stronger in some pillars than others and where we all are and time zones and all of those things, I'm looking at everything. And I will say the application is thorough. It's not a quick whoever can pay type of thing. It's not that. Uh, There's a video submission that comes with it. Anything that's omitted, your entire application will be omitted. I'm looking for people who deeply desire the next level for themselves of personal transformation. I want me. (laughs) I want action takers. I want to be in community with people who are decisive. You are used to making it happen. Now we're just going to make it happen with the most radical level of authenticity you've ever experienced. And I want to create a space that supports you in that. I want to create a space that supports difficult conversations. I want to create a space that supports something's got to change. I'm doing very taking very deliberate actions to shift things in my life. That's what mastery momentum is. Ultimately, I want to help you make powerful, bold, conviction filled decisions in your life because I know how scary it is, but I know I can support you through it if you trust. So, my job is to create the container. That's what I feel called to in this season, and that's what I offer you. The applications will be open beginning today at the release of this episode, December 1st, at masteryandmomentum.com. And I will be reviewing applications daily and we will end December 30th. But I will say that if we hit the desired number of attendees, then I will close it down. So if this speaks to you, I really encourage you to go ahead and apply. And You know, see what the response is, whether you've been accepted um, or your application is not ready for any reason. We will let you know. We will let you know. So from the time of your application, I would say I'm reviewing everything personally. So give me five to seven days and you will have a response either way. But I just want to thank you all for the container of this podcast and for everything that you've allowed me to unpack here with you through all my episodes, specifically regarding my transition. So dream a new dream and what's your process for processing? And I did it my way. And uh, there there are so many episodes where I've just shared permission to be wealthy, a part of my journey, but that is literally scratching the surface of what I know we can do deeply in the container of mastery momentum, where you give me permission to support you in that way. Again, you don't have to be in some transition like divorce. You don't have to begin a new job or giving up a career or this or that. I don't know what it is for you, but I know that every time I bring this up, if you feel something in your spirit, then it probably is for you. So let's see. I invite you to come see with me and I look forward to the possibility of serving you. That's it for me. As we wind down this season of the Redefining Wealth podcast, uh, I'll be back next week. I believe there's a guest interview next week. So that should be really good. And for those of you that start applying, I look forward to uh, reaching out and seeing what next steps, next level can look like uh, together in the container of mastery momentum. So you guys be good until next time. I want you to go live your life's purpose. Find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it.